0: So I'm Lee.
1: I'm Rhea. I'm Marley. Number one, Paul. <laughs> I'm not very good at like, doing things
0: for me. It's going to take us about two weeks to learn it.
1: Would I want to go to him if I wanted hug? Absolutely not.
0: Actually, give yourself a bit of a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: better out of a jar. have
0: <laughs> been overall, everyone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast that just keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? That's okay, well done. <laughs>
2: Is it really worth talking about?
1: Oh, yeah. Wow. So we're trying something new if you haven't noticed, a new intro. I think each time we're gonna try and tell you something this podcast gives. And I think I did all right for the first go, guys.
2: I think you did top. I think you did really well, Ria.
1: That's so sarcastic, Marlon. I think
2: you did too well. Hi, right, I just can't stop laughing, so if you guys could see Ria right now.
1: <laughs> I find it very shaming.
0: We are sat very comfortably on the sofa at Ria's, and Ria has made herself look very comfortable.
2: Uh, <laughs> she looks like Edward
0: Scissorhands.
2: She opened the door earlier to us, and she looked glamorous, and dressed up, and... Honestly, I'm gonna try and take a sneak pic, guys.
1: <laughs> guys, all it is, my hair's on top of my head in a bun. My makeup's off, but it's half off.
0: She's rubbed all her mascara all over her face. She looks like a panda. <laughs>
1: you know, Very like shaming. They're going on like they're two oil paintings sat opposite me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the case, guys. Look at us
0: today, look at us today. We're radiant. <laughs>
1: yeah, radiant. Yeah, Jackie. Yeah, is <laughs> definitely not the case.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Marley's got an interesting story oh, to tell us about. It's not really
1: interesting. I'm intrigued. Come on, she refused one... to tell me <laughs> till we were recording, so go ahead.
2: I'm one of those people that like find things funny that probably aren't really very funny, and I'm even worse at telling stories, but it was really nothing. Just me and Lee were in at Morrison's getting biscuits. And uh, he said something like, oh, build up or something like that, and I was just like... <laughs> Build me up!
0: Oh, yes, you did. Oh, that's what it was. I was trying to remember what she was laughing at. That's You literally come in the corner. I'm no, oh, it wasn't just that. So I'd said something in the sentence and it obviously had those words in. And then all of a sudden behind me, I just hear, Build me up!
1: Are you actually imagine you actually doing that with the mouth to the
0: side? It just came like this guttural, <laughs> guttural song, and I just turned around in like, shock. I just. can't
2: breathe! <laughs> <laughs> My <me Like a laughs> bloody
1: Too Faced from Batman. <laughs> 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 like that video you've got of Marley singing. Oh
0: your yeah. Mums,
1: your mouth goes. And to I am telling
0: you, one. yeah, and you go. No, I am yeah.
2: telling you. <laughs> 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 the other thing, funny thing that happened to me today is um, we went to Lee's mum's just before we came here and <laughs> I went out on the deck to say goodbye to Luke and as I went out I slipped like right <laughs> on my face.
0: You
1: over? <laughs> yes. She did, yeah. You did it. You did get that quiet. The
0: decking's slippy. Yeah,
2: because he didn't see it. I didn't did see hurt it. yourself? I did hurt my knees a little bit but it's okay. It was oh. very funny.
0: I just walked out to Luke, Kate and Marley wetting themselves. <laughs>
1: oh i wish i I love it that.
0: when somebody goes ass over tit yeah i can't help like if somebody goes ass over tit Your i really can't oh yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my...
0: <laughs> <laughs> we went my mum wanted to do couch to 5k um <laughs> this was probably what two years ago yeah
1: probably
0: is now and me and rio do a bit of jogging anyway used to <laughs> and um mum came out with this. and the first bit is like five minutes walking in it <laughs> And then we had, like, Sarah Millican on in the background because she's the voice in the thing, and she's going, right, you're now going to, like, jog for one minute.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, get, like, get, and ready, get ready to go. Five, four, three, two, one. And we just start to jog and literally t- turn around. And my mum is... Face planted with her hands out on the floor, literally second number one, and she's tripped over that, you know, like um, a tree is next to a path and the roots kind of come up a little bit. She just tripped over that. She's you... cut open her hands, she's I'm crying. crying. <laughs> I am pissing myself. I
1: didn't know whether to laugh or cry. I saw Lee laugh. I thought it's fine It's game, I can laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon sat on a step of a random house with all grazers on her hands. I've hurt my hands. <laughs> oh, oh, Mocking Sharon. her now. Do you know that <laughs> you didn't let her rest? No. You said to her, come I on. I told
0: her to get on with it. Yeah, because I know what she's like. She, if she'd have stopped and decided to go home, like, she would have gone home. But, um, yeah, we read that before. We were photographing a wedding not so long, like, a couple of years ago, and it was a gravel, like, drive... And I just put my camera bag down, and she obviously she walked backwards, went over my my, my camera bag, and literally, the moment I turn around is as she 's gone backwards, and her legs just go flying in the air it 's just ass over tit Aww. and uh, legs in the air, and I was the one laughing, we were photographing a bunch of boys that we know, young guys. And none of them laughed. It was me, the one that was laughing. No way. I was like, come on, guys, you've let terrible. me down. They
2: probably thought how disrespectful. Very they probably disrespectful.
0: did. <laughs> but I love it when people fall over. I think it's brilliant.
2: I, I think anxious I actually... What? Like when people fall over? Yeah.
1: I feel anxious. Like, oh, my God, have they hurt themselves? First, it's like a surge of, like... Yeah, anxiousness, I think, when someone falls.
2: I always fall... I fall over at, like, the most inopportune moments. Like, I remember when I was um, in Spain and... There was like a kid I liked, and I was. It um, was Gabriel. And it wasn't. It was <laughs> He's not kid. Time. Anyway, like I was sticking about with like this other kids, and we was like running around, and <coughs> like they had like loads of like marble um, plazas and stuff. And as they come around the corner, I just literally went faceless <laughs> and just practically slid across the marble like fucking Shamuel. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, mm, <laughs> Did anybody see that? <laughs>
0: Is that our first f-bomb in the um in what? the podcast?
2: Oh, sorry guys. Is that our
0: first f-bomb? What did
2: she just swear? She, she
0: said f in Shamu. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, and I'm leaving it in.
2: Oh, oh no, that's not like because Sharon earlier told me to piss off. So. She did, didn't she? Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> she Which is brilliant. Yeah, that's my mum, everybody. So like, um, yeah, she. You don't swear in front of my mum, no. really. She doesn't no. like it even though we obviously pushed the boundaries all what the time. What
1: made it, Merv must have really got to her? No, 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 it wasn't. She was
0: doing it like um jokingly, but like I can't remember what they were arguing about, but they were just having a bit of
2: like bump
0: back and forth as they do, and winding each other up and she just turned around and went, "Oh, piss off." <gasps> and walked off. Wow, sure. I know. We all like when my mum said a couple of years ago, "Oh, shove it up your ass." <laughs> that was the biggest that was the biggest shock. <laughs> Um. Oh, shove it up your
2: ass.
1: <laughs> did she say, it? hang on, hang on a minute, Did she say ass or did she say ass?
2: Well, uh, whatever. Shove, shove it up your it arse. ass. Shove it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's such a Karen way
2: to say it. Shove it up your bloody arse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> I feel like we've lost control. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: Marley's face as she does it. Who's she looking at? <laughs> <Lee Curtis. laughs> she she says it. Shove it, you no. Yeah. I think it's the head wobble for me.
2: Like a bloody bubble dog.
1: <laughs> we should, do you know what we should do? Is like actually film. We should. I look great today. <laughs>
2: I might make more of an effort with my appearance then. Why should you have to make oh, effort, don't. At
1: Marley? Just do yeah, doing. This is oh, what
0: people you. like it's the laid back.
1: Yeah, just, All right. relatable. Yeah.
0: I've I've wanted to take photos of us and both of you have been like no I, I don't look good so imagine filming us.
1: Yeah, right. but Lee, you're just like that with your parents too.
0: Yeah, I am. But I'd still take a photo. Don't you pounce
1: me. on us when we least expect it. We're going to take a photo today. No, we're not, Harry. <laughs> <We're> Absolutely <bit laughs> <Cindy>. not. <laughs> yes,
2: greasy slash rain soap. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm loving the rain at the moment though. Yeah, I love these cozy yes. dark nights.
0: I like cozy dark, but not this cozy just dark. miserable rain. <laughs> I love it. It's driving me insane. Do you know what you do. Right do?
2: You can shove that pinon up, up your arms. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can actually shove that pinon. Shove that, up
2: that your what? Ass. A pinon? A pin- <laughs> I know, I said it wrong and I was like, no. I, l- I do love the rain, I cozy nights. I don't like the mornings, so I will have to be up early. That's Ooh. a no from me.
1: It's goodbye. Enjoy
2: in during this time of year. I think all members of staff and every company should get some sort of like leeway. It's not extra time in. Yeah, because you know what? It's cold, it's dark. I don't want to
1: get out there for right now. I bet the work from home starts going to go rising back up again. <laughs> in <Isn't> it, <laughs> just come back in the office, lads. <laughs> I think I work from the sofa today. <laughs>
0: right, should we move on?
1: We oui. we oui, madam wait. Oui. God, has she got it on
0: her today? She has got it on her today. I want
2: to do two.
0: Although we're just, um, you want to do two? Oh, anyway. Um, we were just <laughs> discussing. discussing. We, <laughs> <Two just>, <laughs> we were just discussing the fact that Rhea's upset because at my mum's house, um, we, went, we all went away the other week and some pictures. You would
1: have were, thought that we all went away. Some pictures <laughs> no were taken <laughs>
0: <laughs> and my mum has take, uh, taken a couple of those family photos and put them in frames in the living room. Um, but the only non-family member <laughs> technically that was there was Ria and she's not in any of the photos. She feels like she's been discarded.
2: Well, well that's not strictly true is it? Ria was in the group photo with her PE teacher style pose. <laughs> she like like did, PE yeah. She was I. stood
0: next to Lily as well, like she was the PE oh, teacher yeah. just stood next to the kid. My niece who's like nine. <laughs> I did. Uh, or eight. She's eight. Sorry Lily. If you're listening. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've had enough of your crap now, both of you.
2: <laughs> Shove it up your arms.
0: <laughs> the side, you She think. does, yeah. <laughs> you know right.
1: Barry White, you are. <laughs> anyway, the topic of today, everyone, is... Is love enough? Is it? I'm asking you. Okay. <laughs> is love enough?
2: I think love's a great foundation. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily always enough. Agree.
0: Are we talking romantically or are we talking in general?
2: I think, I think in any sense of the word. Yeah. I think even when you look at, like, people who... Um, I think a big thing as well is that like you can love someone and still walk away from it if it's not benefiting you anymore, if it's not, like, good for you. You're still going to have that love there and necessarily not want to walk away, but what you're doing there is choosing to love yourself.
1: Mm. Deep.
0: Gone deep already, we're only 35 (laughs) seconds into that bit. You're welcome. (laughs) I think it's just, it was one of those topics I was driving along a few weeks ago and I just thought actually it's quite an interesting one because I suppose like, you know, I've split out from Daniel obviously as as everybody knows, but you know, even my previous relationships, you know, my love for them was still quite strong I suppose when things ended, Um, but it wasn't enough to keep us together and I just thought it's quite an interesting topic. Plus, then I was thinking about, you know, even family members. I sit in counselling quite a lot and people go, you know, well, they're your dad, you should have a relationship or whatever. Mm. And, you know, and I don't have a relationship with my dad as we've established a little bit before. Um, And so even that, like, love obviously wasn't enough at points for me to walk away. Mm. uh, Because I did uh, did walk away. So, um...
1: Would you say you still love your dad, though?
0: Um, probably not now. Um... (laughs) I, it's the awkward bit and this is going to be awkward and I, you know but the awkward bit is i i don't think i'm ever going to know how i really feel about him until he dies mm. i know that sounds really bad but and i uh, yeah i don't know um is the answer i i don't think so just because i don't i haven't had a relationship with him for so long mm. um so yeah I, I don't think i do but you know we'll see we'll see what happens further down the line but um, I suppose like we could ask you that question if you're happy for me to just give me a funny look. <laughs> but obviously, there's members oh, of your family that you don't talk to yeah. now. Do you would you still say that you love them?
2: I don't know. You know, I know, I love my mum. I do know that. Um, I think that's probably why I get sad sometimes and I know like we're not in. I'm not. We're not in each other's lives anymore. But I don't think. I don't think I have any love for my dad. I don't think he's a nice person.
0: Right.
2: No. So I think I just don't have that. I feel like I can't love someone who is like that. And, and I try and remember times where, you know, you try and think of the good times and stuff, and, like, the more... Like, the deeper into therapy I get, and, like, the more clear-headed I become, I think, oh, was he ever genuine in... Like, was he genuinely loving us back? Mm. Um but but even that was really hard, obviously, leaving the family. Because at that point, point, I did love everybody. <laughs> um And no, that was never, ever going to be enough to keep me there. Because it was a toxic environment. So I had to take myself away. And even then, I probably wouldn't have taken myself away if I didn't have, like, the love of someone else. Yeah. So essentially, love got me through it. It just wasn't theirs.
0: Yeah. What about, like, everybody else in the family then? Because... You know, I know there's... Dad has been an issue. Mm. But would you say that you love the other people?
2: I feel like there's something inside me that that doesn't want to say, no, I don't. Right. So that's something. I'm not quite sure what that is. Yeah. But so that I do love my mum. I'm not really sure how I feel about my brother, who's still there, because I feel more sorry for him, but I don't know if that's love. I don't know.
0: But, well, like, ask yourself if he died tomorrow, would you be upset?
2: Yeah, I would be upset. Right.
0: So there's some sort of yeah. feeling for him.
2: Yeah. I don't think I'd be upset if my dad died. I think I'd be upset for what we could have had. Yeah. Not what is.
0: Yeah. And that's what I mean. I think that's what I've kind of made peace with. I think I've, I can't remember if I have talked about this on a previous episode, but I think that's what I've made peace with that if he did die, I know that there would be a part of me that feels guilty. Mm. That I haven't made an effort or, you know, that we, maybe I could have tried to fashion some sort of relationship with him. But, you know, yeah, I think I've already lost out on what I should have had growing up in terms of a a good, consistent relationship. Um, Why would I put myself through more? I don't need to. Mm. Especially when I've got a dad as well. No, don't get me wrong. That was a bit mad growing up as well, uh, my stepdad. But, you know, now like we get on really, really well um and I don't I don't feel like I would need I don't need him in my life at all Mm. you know so yeah I don't know
2: I do think it's interesting though like how everybody says like oh they're your parents and yeah you know
0: and you hear that and that's what would be quite interesting I think for you as well you know and it is for me when you ask that with clients and they're talking about their relationships with their family members in Mm. particular and they are like no I think you should yeah. Because obviously your view is different mm. because well your experience is different. Yeah. Um and it and it's hard sometimes to kind of then not put your two pennies worth in that actually it's not the be all and end or, you know, actually and I do talk to them sometimes about, you know, what are your values, what are their values, you know, just because they've got the label doesn't mean that you have to have a relationship yeah. with them, mm-hmm. you know, or a close relationship with them. If and that's I think that's what separated me and Nige you know, to start off with is we were just the person he is and the person I am, we're too different. Mm. And, you know, the only thing, sadly, that we've got really in common is we look alike. Sadly, we both look like Wombles.
2: Um Oh, are you don't. <laughs> the
0: penguin. <laughs> the, the penguin from Batman.
2: But I think even that, like, was, like, oh. <laughs> I forgot about him. But, like, that just teaches people that you should put up with bad behaviour because of, like, because your family, so... That essentially teaches people that love is enough, yeah. and you should stay in that, yeah. because that's the love of your family. I think
1: you also, not desperate, that's probably the wrong word, but you, if you're younger, you try to, like, well, It's my dad, I love them, or it's my mum, I love them, mm. but actually, are they benefiting you in any way, or do you have that relationship with them, rather than, like you've said, it's my mum, I should, it's my dad, I should, but kids or younger people probably think that they just should, whatever... Mm. Is ha- whatever relationship they have with their parents, they have to love them anyway because mm. yeah. they are your mum or your dad, whether it's wrong or.
0: R- but r- and or also, you me. know, as as you know, we learn in in theory, and most people, you know, have heard probably about this now. But as children, you do want you you are pining for your parents to mm. make you the be all and end all, so you do want them to mm. um, love you. So, like, even though I know what you're saying, but you you feel like you should want uh, you should love them. You you also do want yeah. to love them because, yeah you know, and you want that back. So when you don't get it back, it's, um, yeah, it's hard, especially when you've got like, you know, I talk to clients sometimes about mirroring, which is this kind of thing of, you know, the snow white mirror that as a child, you go to the mirror and you're like, who is the fairest of them all? And the answer you need back is you are you everything, mm, mm. but you don't get that. So yeah. you know, mm. I, I would argue that probably most people, if they really think about it, don't get that. Yeah. And so that then skews how you view yourself in that mirror, and you know, and <clears throat> look at, yeah, what what is potentially wrong with us? And so the foundations of who you are then are built on this. You know, is there something wrong with me? Not that there is necessarily, but is there? So there's already question marks over mm. whether you're enough. Mm. and then everything else on top of that mm. is then built on you know from that. It's hard, it's hard work. Right? It is sad like I find in, in counselling a little bit you know that a lot of people's belief systems are quite negative mm. and I find that quite sad in today's world you know we live in this world with you know 8 billion people it is an amazing world really when you look at it and what we've kind of achieved and what happens in the world really and yet it's sad that a lot of people just have this negative belief system about the world or themselves or family or love or Mm. whatever you know we all have our issues don't we sad I think we've gone a bit off topic there but (laughs) um yeah I don't know what's your view on actually let's before we go into is love enough what is your version of love what you know how would you describe what love is to you
1: love is to me someone that respects you understands your not necessarily needs but knows what you need to feel supported can treat you treat treat you nicely that sounds really but just is aware of you and can be there for you when you need it most but they don't you're not necessarily asking for it they just know how to treat you and be, be there for you in those situations um understanding I guess God, it's hard actually when
0: you think what is love. Me and Colette, who obviously you two know. Um, <laughs> yes, we, do. we were sat we were both sat, you know, in a in a car last year talking about it because we both separated from our partners, long term partners. And we were saying, like, what is love? And you know, we deal with this every day and talk to people about relationships and yet not even we could come up with a good version of what love is. Mm. But but it is very individual, I think.
1: yeah it's hard it's hard to make it it's that feeling like
0: summarise it that
1: feeling of home like that feeling of safety that's
0: what I said yeah
1: comfort it's also not always good no love isn't
0: always good like ugly
2: yeah love is ugly I think that's probably the best way to sum it up and I think that encompasses everything that you've said Mm. because it's not always good days some days you don't want to be around each other Mm -hmm. yeah okay they're few and far between but it's all built up of these moments where you are sat on the sofa looking like a bit of a slob and you don't want to do anything you've got no desire to get up and yeah but it's about that person receiving that holding that with you and you know we can get through this together doesn't matter how ugly it gets and sometimes it's going to be really difficult through sickness and in health yeah we're going to get through this together yeah
0: I always remember being at church in my early 20s and one of the the pastors got up on the stage and the first thing he said was some days I wake up and I really struggle to love my wife and and I thought flipping hell that's quite honest and it and it almost then gave me permission in that like to be in a relationship and have those days where actually I could you know, bury you under the patio or, you know, I
1: did read somewhere once before that love isn't just, love doesn't just come, like it's not there all the time, you have to work for it yeah. and it's a choice Yeah. and you have to work, if you're that committed and love the, I suppose we're talking romantically, aren't we? Yeah, yeah If yeah. you are in a romantic relationship and you love that person, you're choosing to love that person. You're telling you're putting effort in to love that person. It's not just uh, every day is going to be bright and breezy, and you're going to sail through. You are going to have your challenges, your disagreements, your doubts, probably. But it's about yeah, like Marley said, coming together, battling through as a team, but also having that space where you can be whoever you want to be with them. Look like I look like today, <laughs> or and also look like you do on your best days, and um, mm. there's your thought no different of.
0: I think that like, you've summed it up a little bit in that you know that, that sense of home, that sense of safety, yeah. that sense of freedom that I can be wherever I wanna be yeah. and you're just gonna back me up, you're gonna be there with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, but that was, I, I always remember that moment like it just, it, for me it's like a warm blanket.
2: Mm. That
0: moment so I can take it off, I don't need love all the time, you know, I can live my life as an individual, but actually that idea that I can come home and just be kind of enveloped by this, Yeah, you know safety this warmth this i got you
1: yeah and it's like someone who adds to you so like they complement you complement each other so whatever they have they they may be more organized and get your get your shit together and you might be less so like that but what you bring quality wise really balance out and you make a good couple or relationship good team yeah
0: I always find that quite an interesting debate though because obviously there's couples out there who are quite similar and people go, oh, that's really good that you're similar, you've got stuff in common. Yeah. And then you get people who are the complete opposites and everybody goes, oh, that's really good, opposites attract.
1: Yeah. I yeah. I do think there's qualities that complement each other like, I don't know, Marley might not be very confident whereas Mm. Luke will be confident and helps bring out that confident side in Marley and that's someone that you need to help you grow and develop and all of those types of things which I also think... About love is encouragement mm. for your partner mm. to bring them, like, like be the cheerleader on the side, cheer yeah. them on. Want the, you the want best somebody for them. who's gonna
0: push you to be your best yes. self. Not only accept you for who you are, but almost like, but not they push you to be your best self. They kind of unconsciously push you to want to be your best yeah. self. Does that mm. make sense? Exa- yeah, exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Because um, that's they want what the best you want. For you. Yeah. I think it was like when we did that. Oh, no, we didn't. this didn't go out. But um, when we did um, about the people around you, mm. and that was one of the things, wasn't it? About the Builders. We talked about yeah. the people. No, not that bit the um sorry really you got it wrong um not that bit but the the five people who um the average of who you are the people the five people you spend the most time with are the average of the of who you probably try and be yeah Yeah. so if you're around people who constantly push themselves chances are you will yeah Yeah. you know and and i suppose that's the thing that you want in a partner somebody that's just going to make you feel so accepted but also driven to be the best version of yourself that you can be
2: it's just unconditional isn't it Mm.
1: You know, I love without. Yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Yeah, like, it's like um, like a parent's love, I suppose. Yeah. Not that we know, but is it like? Is it like a like? No one knows what unconditional love is. Like we don't. We've never experienced the unconditional love. But they say like your child could do anything and you'd forgive them. Mm. Like that love must be on a completely different level to like a romantic love or a friendship. Love. Yeah. I wonder what level that... Like, some parents, even, like, if their child's killed somebody or been arrested for mm. violence or anything, they're still there for their child. So that must be, like you said, a true, unconditional love. Yeah. yeah. I suppose... That would, you would you want to be, be in a love like that? what well, I feel like it could be quite smothered in a love like that,
2: romantically.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, I wouldn't like, like, my misgivings to just be forgiven because of love.
1: No, but I think some people, where they're so... Um, no self esteem And don't feel very confident Get sucked into just Letting their partner treat them like rubbish Because they feel so They just forgive them Because they're so obsessed with the fact they love them And love means they'll forgive whatever And they'll end up their life with someone That just treats them like poo
2: mm.
1: Yeah love's very confusing isn't it I suppose and if you're a partner Or you're with a partner who's very manipulating Or is has the upper hand And has that power in the relationship And can manipulate the other one well, I thought you loved me, or if you do that, you'd love if you love me, you do this, mm. which you hear could be, yeah. Love can be turned, twisted, and turned. I think
0: love is like, love is everything in terms of, I mean, well, love is everything, but like, it is ugly, mm. but it's also incredibly beautiful, yeah. And it is very confusing, but it also can create stability, yeah. Mm. You know, it just, I think it it's is dangerous, though. Everything, you know, I th- yeah, it just.
1: As humans, it's we sort after that, don't we? Like, we are con- constantly on the look for it, or we crave love. We're
0: hardwired f- to want love as well. Yeah. We're hardwired to relate to other people, but that idea that, you know, we want we do want somebody to love as well, mm. you know. And you I know, know like that that comes in different ways. People, Some people will want multiple loves, and other people will want, you know, one.
1: Yeah.
0: But, you know, we are we do we do want it.
2: You know, like, when people grow up and they're like, oh, I just want to be a mum, I want to do this. Yeah. I just wanted to be in love. Oh, wow. You just wanted
0: to be in love? Yeah. Wow. I was just desperately wanting to be. And now you are. And now I am. Do you feel complete? Yeah. Do you? Like E.T.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the difference? It's, it's ever think? growing, I think. like, every, I think humans every single day change in one yeah. way or another. Yeah. One's just, like, it doesn't have to be a big change, but I just think it's ever growing. I don't think you'll ever be complete because I don't think we as humans are ever complete.
1: We're always growing and our partners are. So So your wants and needs are constantly changing as you grow as well.
0: Well, I think that's like, you know, that's why Daniel and I ended up splitting. You know, we were average we got together when we were young, you know, but actually in the 12 and a half years that we were together, we changed quite a lot, you know, both of us individually as well. And, you know, by the time, you know, we got to last year, we're those two people are probably further apart in you know just mm. I suppose being what you'd need to be together yeah mm. so you know we are ever-changing and sometimes that works well for you as a couple and other times I think that you know it just means that you have to go and there's like no malice at all you know I've got a lot of, a lot of love for Daniel um, but you know it just we are very different people now mm. and um
1: what do you think? Do you think there's a difference between love and having a soulmate?
0: Do you believe in soulmates?
1: I do feel like, yeah, I do.
0: Do you? Yeah. What, as in you believe that there's one person <laughs> no, out there? No,
1: no, maybe not to that degree, but I do always feel like, like me and my friend Jazz always say this, like we're literally the same person and one, like we'll think the same things or we have the same opinion on everything, You, she just gets me or and I get her. And like soulmate doesn't even, even have to be romantically, but those people that are just get you and you are, I don't know, is it soulmates? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Like, I, as you were saying that, like I always say that me, me and Lucy, so I've got a really close friend called Lucy. She was always, if I wanted to be truly understood, she was the one I, she is the one I go to. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm the same. And, and we always joked about, you know, her chap Jason is very much like Daniel. They're not very emotionally brilliant at times. And so if you, so to, and when you are emotional, sometimes you do just want to be understood. Yeah. And so Lucy would ring me or I would go to her, you know, and yeah. So like on that front, probably, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go as far to say that me and Lucy are the same person. I think we're quite separate. However, we, um, we do get each other very, very well. And, you know, I think the main crux of our relationship is built on this understanding of each other, which is yeah you you literally can say what you some yeah, of the conversations literally we have anything like I just think if anybody else was listening yeah. to this conversation, they'd be like, plum now, that's um open, <laughs> yeah you know but like but it's one of those things as well, like I don't even feel nervous to enter the step, like we' we'll yeah. even talk well, like we'll be quite gross sense. and talk about you know our partners probably wouldn't appreciate it, but you know we'll talk about sex lives and you know what yeah. we like and and it like it's no bother whatsoever, no I don't filter. even think twice about about it, like there's no yeah. nervousness, I wonder what she's gonna think. I suppose that's the unconditional, like, non-judgment love that I probably have from her, that I yeah. know I could literally say anything, and I have. You know, even stuff that I've been massively ashamed for, ashamed of, and, you know, even when I was doing my therapy, I remember that at that point I expected my therapist to go, you're fucking disgusting, excuse me, there it is again. <gasps> oh um, time, everyone. I'll you're disgusting, <laughs> get out of my counseling room. And, you know, but yet when I told Lucy the same thing, actually there was none of that, I didn't Pop even safe. think that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, get that. I knew I knew I was safe with her, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. I do think that you do have people out there that are like that. Um,
1: I suppose as well. I was just thinking as you were talking. There's also a part of is like we put a lot of pressure ourselves. Well, I do probably put a lot of lot of pressure on yourself to have and want love and the happily ever after and all of that type of thing. When there is still, and I do think we've discussed it before. I know me and Marley have on you might not be just for one person in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. There are other people that you might want to go and experience life with and do experiences with. Yeah. That actually love isn't always enough. You still might love your previous partner, but actually you're ready for trying something new and experience something new in the world that you still have love for them. But actually it's gross, already, isn't it? Yeah.
0: But like I'm at that point now, obviously like I'm I'm gonna be moving out soon and, you know, Daniel's been in my life for fourteen years mm. and I'm at that point, I suppose, where I'm still trying to work out whether my love for him is greater now than it was this time last year because I'm moving out.
1: You're on the edge of change.
0: Or whether it's because I'm developing feelings again. You know, it's, like, it's all very confusing. But, um, yeah, it just sort of a bit strange. Love is strange. Love is deep. Love, it. <laughs> it <laughs> love is.
2: is patient. Love is, it's like, kind. Um, yeah, you you is kind, you is kind, you is you smart. smart, you is beautiful, <laughs> um,
0: what's your version on soulmates?
2: Um, I, because I like believe in like the energies of people and stuff like that, I think, I don't think there's one specific soulmate out there for one person, but I do think that you can have like multiple versions of that, and like when you're in sync with someone, like your souls are in sync.
1: Are they say what, like, twin I mean, flames they call it, don't they? Like, your twin flame.
0: Yeah. I've never heard that. So just like when you're mm.
2: just in sync with someone, like, your yeah. energies are syncing and, like, yeah. everything. I think that, to me, is probably what I would class as a soulmate. I
0: love the idea that there's multiple soulmates out there. I, yeah. I don't believe in, like, one person. Mm. Um, but I do love the idea that there are different types of soulmates out there that you can just, yeah connect with and
2: because mm, i like i probably have the same as you like with one of my friends that like, we, we literally can talk about the most deepest darkest things that we probably would never share with anybody with one another and it's just met with like no judgment nothing yeah
1: oh yeah me too yeah <laughs> i know i know do you think it's like crazy though like we've all got good friends that we like are our soulmates that or very that like, we would openly talk to and have that unconditional bond with but actually we've probably just met them through school or you live down the road like there could be Work, so many yeah. other people out there like in oh, the yeah. whole of this world that could relate to us even better or
0: that's what I find really strange when scary. people say like about in, in romantically that I find my soulmate I find the one and I do my brain does go to that place where I think what the 8 billion people in the world you think that <laughs>
1: next door neighbor yeah Jerry next yeah. Door <laughs>
0: happened to be the just you know yeah so that's why I think there's multiple I do think you know I'm not just dis- I'm not disputing that Jerry next door could be your soulmate. <laughs> However, I do think there are other people like that, and I d- yeah, I, I agree. There probably are people that get us better if we met them all. Yeah. If we met everybody, there would be people that we connect with just like that, mm. and yeah. everything just is a breeze, and yeah. even more so.
2: Yeah, but um, I think that's proved in like the different jobs we go to mm-hmm. and the different, like if you met someone at a spin class or like yeah. on my course, like. This, a couple of people I connect with really well, who I would not have met had I not been on that course. Yeah, yeah. So I think that kind of proves that that there are people out there who we will just connect with. It's just getting to those places. Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Yeah,
2: but I, yeah, I don't know. I I don't think love is enough on its own. I think it's a great foundation to get you through, but. If things get to a place where it's not healthy for you, it's not healthy for that other person, romantically, family or friendship, then that love's got to die, baby. Cut the cord. Cut the cord. <laughs> or yeah. you can just, you know, love and let go.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You can still hold on, to, like, have that love for that person, but actually it's not
1: I suppose, though, when people me also, like, people are married, they've got houses, kids... Then they just try and try and try oh. because they think that they should, because they've got that family unit and they think, oh, we need to just, regardless, but for the kids, which is the most, you sh- should never,
2: yeah. you just settle. That makes me sad. Yeah. I'd hate to think, let's say I did get on with my parents, <laughs> yeah but like I'd hate to think that my parents had stayed together unhappy just so that we would have parents that were together. Yeah. Yeah especially now like we're adults and I couldn't imagine being in a relationship just to make somebody else happy but knowing
0: what I know now in terms of like how how we communicate unconsciously far more than we communicate conscious yeah consciously um like imagine the effects that that does have on a child like I understand black and white you know if you make it very black and white why they think unity probably looks Mm. better to the child but all that all those dynamics that are going on in that house yeah. between two people that don't really love each other yeah. are being passed on to those children. So yeah. actually, for me, you know, that it's, it's potentially worse, far worse, um, and because that's the, that's the version of love that you're letting them grow up with mm. as well. That's how they're going to understand what love is, mm-hmm. you know. And, yeah, you know, it's sad when I hear kids kind of, you know, talk about their parents and, and then when they're like, if they have split... And then they go out for a family meal and they go, well, that was no kind of different to what it was like before because you guys hardly ever talked anyway. So, Mm. you know, and I find that really, really sad that that's what they thought the normal relationship was like. Mm. Um, Yeah, so I just, I'm all for separation if it's done. I think you can separate and still have so much love in a situation for each other um, and for that child, for it to be done securely and Mm. and well, and not just stick together for the sake of a, what you think is the security of the child?
2: I don't know, I've only just thought of this, but I was brought up to believe that love was enough. Like, between... So, like, my my parents instilled in us, like, if you were in a relationship and you loved each other, you didn't need anybody or anything else. And, like, I genuinely believe that. Like, as soon as I found love, that's it. I wouldn't need friends, I wouldn't need anything. Is that why you
1: think it was, all you wanted when you to grow up was to be loved?
2: Probably. And then also, then, when me and Luke got together... And we moved in together, and he was like, oh, I'm just going out with my friends. I was like, huh? Mm. You've got me now, why do you need them? Like, oh, I was gosh. genuinely hurt, mm. like, how I'm not enough. I'm not enough for him, he needs other people. Yeah. So that left me, like, questioning that love. Obviously, now I don't think that, but... Yeah. It, I just think that's funny that... It's because you've got us now. <laughs> it's because I've got you now, not guys. The of your life. Dream team. <laughs> 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 but it's like... I, isn't that funny I was brought up with that concept? Yeah. Given then the breakdown of that family relationship. Uh,
0: but do you, like, looking back, do you think that that was the message that your parents were telling you, that that was all you needed, or that was your interpretation of what they were telling you?
2: No, that's what they explicitly
0: said. Right. So yeah. you, you don't need anybody else. Mm-mm. You just need somebody to love you, and you love them.
2: Yeah,
0: that's And that's it. it. Yeah. Gosh. Wow. That's quite That sounds quite a sad and isolating life, yeah. doesn't yeah. it? Yeah.
2: Wow. All right. All right. All right. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just think it's... I don't know. I, I I still got love for Daniel. I've still got probably love. Like when me and Nicola bumped into each other a few times, and it it just carries on where we kind of left off. It the talking's quite easily for uh, quite easy for me. I probably still got love for her, mm. but it wasn't enough to keep us together. It definitely wasn't enough to keep us together with me and Nicola. And like I said, with me and Daniel, it it it, it hasn't been enough for us to keep continuing to work at the relationship. So my answer to the episode is no mm. um i think I,
1: we're all in agreement then i yeah. think love is enough because i also think that's stagnant
2: love Like the love you have for nicola is not a present current thing that's what you had back then yeah that's still almost like imprinted on your psyche mm. that that love footprint is stagnant that's not a current ever-evolving love
1: is it no that's true actually because you've not grown with that love and her mm.
0: No, but that's. I mean, that's why I think I have a love for her. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, and that's yeah, and and same with Will, the first guy. But I I didn't know that at the time. Hmm. Um, sadly, but yeah, I think yeah, loves confusing.
1: Love is for the way
2: you look. I oh, already sang it wrong. Me. Oh, I already sang it wrong. L, no, it's L it's is for, for yeah. It's for the way you look at me. O is for. It's for the only one I see. B is very, very extraordinary. extraordinary. E, even (laughs) more than something, something you adore and love. (laughs) Wow.
0: Wow. Loved that. I hope you've enjoyed that, people.
2: You look like a pop star. You sound (laughs) like a a pop star. You are a pop star.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And 40 minutes... Congrats!
0: Congrats! We've done think all that's
1: right. I a lovely end. Yeah. That's for free, everybody. Don't <laughs> want wow. to pay for this podcast.
0: <laughs> but right, but, but, hope you've enjoyed yourselves. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> this is what? the abuse I get. Jonathan totally what? What? <laughs> was. <it. Right>, everyone. <laughs> podcast done. Peace out. <laughs> uh, Bye. Must <Moscow. laughs> go. Podcast peeps. <beats. laughs>